Good morning and welcome to River Radio, School of Parenting. It's the voice of the Thames Valley here. You're listening to myself, Rachel Tyrrell, and my guests today are Tara from Paddleboard Maidenhead and Emma from Face to Face Direct. Good morning to you both. Morning. Good morning. Really Good morning. lovely to have you here. So we are going to be chatting to Tara and Emma this morning. They're two local parents and we're going to be chatting um, about their business and how um, their business goes across the Thames Valley area, across the river. And um, we're also going to be talking about Maidenhead Great Park as well, something that they're both really passionate about. So um, welcome to both of you. Hello. And um, let's start. We've got both of you in today. Let's start with um, Tara. Can you tell us a bit about, about you first? Yeah, first time we've met each other. <laughs> we is. know of each other. I feel like I know you, but yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I am a parent of two daughters. Since they've um, started driving and they've now left home, it's le- left plenty of time to uh, work on just my things that I'm most passionate about. Um, and the I was a sole trader. I had a um, yeah, I was a yoga teacher. I still am. Okay. And I had a paddleboard um, small business. And it's exploded in since COVID and the fact the girls are both now left home. So I'm I'm just one of those middle 50-year-olds who are full oh. of energy and <laughs> sleeping through, you know, and just being able to focus on what I what I really enjoy. And um, and, it, and enjoying that that you've got all this extra time, I guess. Yes, but I still really know. miss, I like, I like children. So luckily, I'm still really involved with children. I employ teenagers, young teenagers, and oh, I do lovely. all sorts of children, still activities. Not doing yoga babes, no. that's how. I know that's Emma. how we met yeah. well um, and I'm not doing the, the the yoga for the children but we do it on the boards so. yes, yes yeah and and Emma tell us yeah. a little bit about you so um I lived in Maidenhead for nearly 11 years and I've got uh, two children so one is 19 just started oh, okay. university yes. yes and um my other one is just turned seven. Oh. so I've got my son's the eldest and my daughter's yes. the youngest is a massive age Difference. Yeah. Although having said that, as they um, as she's getting older, it's it, you know they they are communicating a lot better with one another. Oh, okay. As uh, she's getting older, but yes. So um, when I um had Eva, my daughter, um, I started Yoga Babes. Um, when she was about six weeks old, did you say Tara? Mm-hmm. And that's where I met Tara because she was instructing the Yoga Babes okay. class, and that was at Larchfield Children's Centre. And we did that for quite a long time. And Tara would uh, do this yoga babes till the, the babies were kind of walking and rolling and, you know, moving around. And she kind of stopped. Are they actually lying there then so while you're doing the yoga? You kind of, it's a bit of both. So right. I'd never done yoga before in my life. Okay. I had no idea what to expect. I was a very kind of nervous, even though second time around, but big age gap, yes. you know, so it'd been a, been a while. So, um, yeah, I didn't know what to expect, but yes, um, you just, we do lots of yoga and it was, you know, Tara can tell you, you know, it's very good focusing, you know, on sort of postnatal. Yes. Okay. But then you do lots of things with the babies as well. So, um, Tara is very knowledgeable and, um, you know, you know, she'll give you lots of tips, you know, make sure the babies have got, you know, they're on lots of tummy time and, you know, barefoot and, you know, how they feel through the feet and, you know, all that kind of thing. And, um, you know, it's all about development and, you know, you're, you're interacting with them. So you're doing nursery rhymes, you know, you're lying down and you're on the floor with okay. them. And, and so, so that's how you met, became friends. Mm-hmm. Then yes. we went on to toddlers. She carried okay. it on. Yes, there was a few of us that did the yoga babes. Mm. And um, I was actually working, 
I went back part time and I was a trainer at the time mm. um, in a healthcare company. But um, I went back part time. So we just carried it on with the, the toddlers. And then Tara was sort of talking about her paddleboard business and she was quite keen to kind of take that off as well you know and uh, do the yoga on the board yes. and go out on the river and do the paddle boarding not with the babies or toddlers no, no. Her, your daughter's <laughs> she was an exception she was an exception because my daughter's oh. wild <laughs> she will do anything and my husband's quite active so um he did more of the paddle boarding than me I have been on the boards a few times but um uh, he would take her out more so more than me but ah. um yeah so and she would uh, do the yoga on the board and she would do yoga on the boards and um yeah fell off a couple I, of times but I was. she only fell off once <laughs> so do you tara did you say you don't do the yoga anymore on the on the boards oh, no. you don't. I don't teach the baby you yoga only do anymore. on the boards um louise prince now has the you know marlo she has the okay uh, bump and be- bump and beyond beyond hub, down there the so they do the pregnancy yoga and the postnatal yoga um because the last two years it's been impossible to teach hasn't it yes, in children's yeah. classes so and, with then, COVID and, and then with the paddleboard just it's sort of like the number one growing sport uh, that with wild swimming okay. so it's just a choice and it's like I could have gone back but it's a full-time business even even now because we're we say we're developing um we're developing programs for this year for schools yes. okay um, organizing getting bookings already for children's parties and come oh to my goodness so tell us really? about that then tell what us about that yeah what? about for children's so, parties so, yeah what paddleboarding parties yes tell us about that well people people really like them so it can be we've had children as young as five six years old but the parents go on with the kids so instead of taking your children for a donkey ride for their party yeah. you kind of go on a paddleboard with the child yes. behind you sit down and the child goes off and it can be around a lake normally it's around a, a, the lake maiden sailing club lake or okay. it can be on the river if they're a bit older so we just have parties for a couple of hours and they're just it's a blast if, it's, if they're a little bit older and more confident in the water we take the children out right um, we have very um small ratio uh, we have um they're all, everyone's qualified, but we'll always have a teenage because they really, the kids really relate to younger yeah. instructors. They don't mm. really want their mother or grandmother mm. taking them out. <laughs> so we're there observing the party, absolutely there to make sure everything's fine, that, you know, the weather conditions, we've made all the way. But the teenagers run the parties and they love them. So it, it can be anything from running around, it depends on the river. No, sorry, it depends on the temperature of the water, the weather on the day. Right. If you've got high winds, you've got to take the parents out or the older teenagers, you know, that's not a problem. But if they're small, they can't go out in the wind. And the parents so. will sit on the same board it can do but once okay. they get to eight seven years old nine years old they yeah. don't need the parents okay. the parents can be there yeah they can be one of them one of the one of the crew um, we do like to have a parent on on there um, yes but yeah. they're all they attached have, to the board and everything they're they're all attached to the board they've got the buoyancy aids yeah. and then it might be two children on the board per okay. board because they're quite long you know, okay 11, 11 so you mentioned that so paddle boarding is the you, you mentioned statistic earlier yes, it's like it's the, one of the growing, fastest growing sports in the uk is it really yeah, new sports growing why especially you, in lockdown as well because yeah. you could socially distance couldn't you is yeah. is that why is that or or even before <gasps> then was it river radio it's a perfect we're on the thames valley yes and i think the river has been underused. Um, mm. Obviously, it was used for commercial purposes originally, and then it becomes leisure in the Edwardian and the Victorian days, and then um, and then it got a bit dirty, and yeah. there was polio and there was diseases in there, and then the, the they say that the Thames is one of the, the you know the cleanest rivers in the world. 
So okay. they say. Um, and we know that people wild swim in there and they're not mm. getting ill. This occasionally, there occasionally is, there's somebody, it's really random that somebody might get um, leptospirosis, is the Viles disease is the okay. one. I don't know anyone personally who got it, but there mm. will be probably... I don't even know one case a year when my someone might. But, I mean, you could get that. Is that if you just accidentally swallow the water or...? No, because people do swallow it. It's okay. just, it's um, it's passed on by the rats. And uh, when the water level gets particularly high and it goes okay. in the rat holes, it's just really random. And you imagine mm. one little tiny bacteria yes. and one little yeah. virus and then somebody swallows it. It's really, really random. Very random. And it's not very... But you did just say it's the cleanest rivers. It so is let's the cleanest not so river. <laughs> no, exactly. No, but we just know, but we just always, you, when people sign a waiver, mm. they know that there are dangers, yeah. but it's safer than but, even walking mm. along the road. Mm. No, so it's, it's safer than cycling. It's safer than a, a skating party or a roller skating party. You just don't have, it's soft impact. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. How did you get into that then from yoga? So we've heard how yourself and Emma met. And then how did you get into the paddleboarding and the business? I came to Maidenhead about 12 years ago. I'm originally from England, but I've lived in different countries. Came back, had two small girls. And I was desperately, I was by myself and I desperately needed to get out. And Mm. I I love kayaking. And I joined Longridge Canoe Club. And Uh then I eventually became an instructor there. And you're there as a volunteer. They're still running um, now. And then... At the same time, doing instructing paddle, my husband's now gone into paddle. We used to race kayaks along the Thames, and it's a great way to see see different sections of the Thames. And then my husband said, "I've got bad back. I can't sit in a kayak every day, you know, because I'm sitting at work, I'm sitting in my car, I'm sitting on my bicycle, and then yeah. you're asking me to sit all weekend in a kayak. So yeah. I'm going to get paddleboard." So I said, "Sure, yeah, problem." And I thought, "Oh, I, it's it looks pathetic." <laughs> that was my thought. And then I got on it, and it was like oh my God, this is a yoga mat. I love it. I absolutely love it. And then, so we quickly went from two boards and I think I went up to six. I'm already an instructor. And then British Canoe, um, we were able to qualify as paddleboard instructors. So we took a specific specific course for that. So then I became one of the the paddleboard instructors with British Canoe. And then sort of people obviously want to go out. Emma's one of the first, I think one of the first clients as well. And I asked my yoga people and some of my yoga students are now instructors now who've taken up and, yeah, wow. so there's quite a team of us. I think 15 to 20 now. Who are So over. how many years have you been running then? Um, I have became a limited company last year. Okay. But before that, probably three, oh, three wow. se- seasons, yeah. three summers. Yeah. Um, but two years of really, COVID's been incredible. We've had thousands of people come to us now. And they come from all over because you counties. because people could still go out and do that obviously because yes, you were outside and also they or weren't going on holiday they weren't spending money on yep. commuting mm. and so a lot of people have bought boards or want to buy boards and the really sensible ones go off and um, get you know we do safety classes safety skills and rescue classes so it's in, it's getting them to learn how to maneuver the board understand the board understand the river conditions understand what it takes because there's a lot more to it people i have a email every day what sort of board to buy it's very dependent on yes. your weight your height you also need other equipment you need licenses insurance you know there's there's yeah. so much involved so okay. we do those programs they're two hour programs two hour starter two hour skills and rescue and then if people want to go out with other people who are more experienced and we have coaches Mm. and we have run a sub club so people can come along and paddle once twice three times a week with us with an instructor with the same with same people as well which they building up friendships okay so it's a lovely way i mean it's nothing better than having people join together and finding they they become the best buddies and oh and sociable and it's sociable and it keeps people safe you always have you're not making that decision is it the right time to go on the river because the river 
um, last June was dangerous. Um, yes. July we had we had to pull everybody off the river, not in right. the mid session, but we made a decision yeah. because of the river conditions to not do anything on the river. And we yes. went to the canals or Jubilee, or, or we did the lake. Okay. So there are, are we looking before we go out? We are always looking what's happening locally with a river flow what's happening above as far as oxford has there been a lot of rain right and then you're looking at the winds the direction of the winds and then we're just basically do a risk assessment yeah for every, every session and you're still going out at the moment yes. aren't you you don't yes. stop no, do you you're don't. not fair weather she's all year round oh, yeah. Tara. but actually this oh, is well. the favorite time of year because we have access if the rivers the rivers come down now so we can get back on mm, but quite still calm, again can't it? i mean so. we i mean i came out to you at the wasn't on the river it was at the sailing club but it november and it was blue skies mm. Mm. I did, yeah, gorgeous week yeah and actually we have had a couple of weeks of nice clear clear mm. skies, exactly so i think it just depends any, Even 80 year olds joining us on the river so 80 oh, year olds you know, wow. we've had i've had little four-year-olds who stand on the river in sand on the boards with their parents and i said oh, yes. we can go on now and they're at they're a marvel. Well, I, just... I did briefly mention to you my mm. paddleboard experience, <laughs> um, which was not, you know, not not wise at all because we did go out last year and we went out where it's probably not as calm as it should be. And it was summer um, as on well. On the Thames and it was, yeah. And we weren't dressed in the, the right clothes or anything like that. So <laughs> absolutely the example of what not to do. But I think it was because our previous experience had been standing on a paddleboard in France on a beautiful calm mm-hmm. lake. And it, there obviously are two, you know, two completely different things. So we definitely want to chat to you a bit later, Tara, about um, just some, some safety. safety. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's Very. come up a lot on School of Parenting. And obviously we are here on the Thames and it is something we've got to be so, 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 so careful of. But Emma, I do <laughs> yes. want to, I do want to ask now, we haven't yeah. actually, you've told us a little bit, a little about, bit about you, about me. So but what you do I do? also have a couple of businesses well, one's the that, kind that of sort of stretch across the off. area. Tell yeah. us about those. So, um, when I, I, so I don't do my training anymore, but, um, I've always done blogging and it's something that I really enjoy doing. So mm. I've got a lifestyle parenting blog called All She Loves. Okay. And I've had that for all oh, about three years. And um, I do lots of things around the areas. It doesn't necessarily have to be around the areas. So it started off as just, it was going to be, it's quite broad. That's why the title's quite broad, All She mm. Loves. It, it wasn't anything. It was going to be lifestyle, which mm. is quite a difficult thing to niche, really. Yes. Um, with lockdown, I think it's sort of naturally gone as a parenting blog. Okay. I do get lots of uh, PR sort of contacting me, you know, can you come, will you go to the theatre, you know, can you promote us or Carter Steam Fair or, you know, I've done lots of things like that. Mm. Um, and I can just do what I want on there. It's quite nice. I've got the Instagram account there, my Facebook page and then my blog. And that's my How does that work? Thing. Do people send you tickets yeah. or something? Yeah. Do you really? They approach you. Oh. Yes, they approach okay, you. That's, and that's um, Yeah, so I'm, I've got a couple coming up. Um, I'm, I'm working at the Haymarket, going along to see... Um, a theatre the tiger that came to tea and take Eva along so she really enjoyed it's quite nice because it's more for her than for me even though we you know we we I've worked with the Anvil Arts they're based in Basingstoke um, a few times and I went to um uh pantomime at Christmas so it's really fun it's just a fun thing I enjoy doing it I love it and I can do what I want you know it's my thing but then do you also do you think uh, do do you cover other areas I cover all the areas not not just children's things yes I do a little bit so I mean I've had some companies I've had coffee company approach me because um you know that's part of my status I'm coffee you know coffee I'm run by you know powered by coffee (laughs) powered by caffeine um 
I've done sort of a little bit of fitness and stuff like that. Okay. I've got blogs on there that I've probably deleted over time okay. because I kind of did a little bit of fitness stuff and health yeah. stuff and healthy eating and I've done a um, bit of fashion stuff. You obviously enjoy writing though, I don't you? I love blogging. I've done okay. it for probably about 12 years now on the side. I've okay. actually like done a bit of writing free, free um freelance stuff for for companies okay but nothing consistent just you know here and there and so was it your so then how does that link with your other business okay so this is tied back again with Tara (laughs) I'm gonna bring it back back in (laughs) so one day so we're going back sort of 2019 it must have been before the year before lockdown happens it just seems such a long time ago it does and um Tara was very much trying to promote her paddle boarding so um she was like, can you come to, you know, Facebook Lives? So these were the things, you know, at the time. I don't know if you remember this, Tara. I do, I do. Oh, dance club. And it was um, about February time, Jen. It was a really lovely day. Mm. I think that was the year that we had a really hot summer, hot spring, hot summer. Um, and, yeah, we went down to the horse guards. Yeah. Yeah. And um, she was like, can you just film me? doing you know um, a live um this is my business okay i didn't know how facebook live she had you know and it was all experimental Mm. i didn't have a clue either so so we did all of that and then afterwards like right get on the board and we had a nice morning didn't we out on the river it was we're drinking tea on the paddle boards and i was just yoga did a bit of yoga i think i was still working i think i was still working for the healthcare company at the time as well (laughs) And um, I said, look, you know, I've got my all she loves, um, but it is what I love. (laughs) You know, I I don't know how to monetize this, but Mm. I want something, you know, I need a product. I need something. I want something local. I want to do something with my blogging, Mm. but I want, you know, I would like to monetize. I would like to do something, you know, I want to do something that I love. Yes. You know, and that's, and she said, well, why don't you create a directory, but not a directory, put videos on it. And I remember her saying it. She went, everyone wants a video. Do videos, do videos. <laughs> and I said, I don't do videos. I'm a blogger. I write. <laughs> and she said, no, no, no. She said, um, you know, do what? just do raw videos. Just people just in their businesses. People can see what they're doing. They can see them. So I said, that's interesting. So I, I kind of, you know, a long chat. She said, call it face-to-face. Call it face-to-face. I'm so bossy. And she went... <laughs> Face to face, I didn't realise this was all your all your all, all Tyler's idea. <laughs> That's where the name came from. They helped me out because all she loves took me about six months to kind of come up with that name. Oh. So I thought, oh, well, this is a name. So she went, call it face to face maidenhead. So that was that, and um, I went away. And then we even kind of had calls afterwards, you know, yeah. like, why don't you do this? Do that? you know? Had all these I ideas. I love helping women in business. She was helping. Yeah, it was all about That's you know. Brilliant. And I was like. I want. I don't want just videos. I'm a blogger. I want this kind of magazine style directory. Mm. So um, I said, I don't mind putting a video on it. I'd have to kind of learn how to make videos if I was going to do yeah. video. But all, having said that, a lot of businesses have got their own videos or they've got access to make their own videos mm. as well. And with you know Instagram Reels coming in, which mm. came in later, or, or changed some, a lot in two years. Oh gosh, yeah. everything since then. I mean, that was yeah over two years ago and. Um, so how many businesses have you got on your directory oh god are you going to ask me that and i don't know (laughs) (laughs) 80 the last time i looked so um is it really that it was so what happened was um it's not a standard directory it's not like the yellow pages or anything yeah boring so um it's it is very much a blog scene so all listings are in the style of um a blog 
it's very matter of fact. So I've got to put all the facts about, you know, um, what they do. So there's like an introduction on there. There's mm. all the contact details, what you would expect on a directory, mm. um, links to the, the socials and okay. the website, whatever they've got. Yes. You know, not everybody has a website, so whatever um, they have. And then underneath that, it's a little bit more about them where mm. to find them all the things and it's really interesting because I start researching these businesses and the things that they offer you know you wouldn't see that you know just on a normal director you yeah. just have a link or An a little artisan, bit you know yes. people yeah. Oh, yeah and it's like oh and uh, you delve and you think oh they offer this I mean like Tara I've just learned that she does children's parties I, know that. <laughs> I mean she does so many things yeah. and that's the thing it's just listing it all so and then there's a little written Q&A little little interview as well which is quite nice because they that person's involved as well it's not just me making stuff mm. up about that you know mm. you can see if you came across it on google on that you know that page then well and I also think people are they, they like to go to those sorts of things because they're you know they know that you're then a knowledge if you like on, yeah. on what's out there locally that's Rather than searching themselves, yeah. I guess it's and a you one have stop like somebody place. Want to build a pond, or oh, absolutely. You know, oh, there's a lot of niche businesses on there, yeah. But it, you know, is a case of getting it out there, mm. and you know, it's not just you know on the directory, but you know, social media as well. You know, yeah. have you come to the? Have you seen that? Who's on my directory? You know, have a look at <gasps> yeah, this person. Yeah, yes, yeah. So you know, it's, uh, did you? Know, and then people go, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it is sort of getting it out there. You know, in, in other avenues as well, not just via. You know, everybody's on Facebook. Everybody's on. Instagram so everyone wants to see instantly what's there and so you so how long has that been I I thought that that had been running for longer than than it actually Uh, has has no so well you've done very well well, getting it (laughs) getting the name out there yes and yeah it's still growing it's still I'm still early to me I'm still early doors okay Um, it's evolving a lot and it has evolved and lockdown has been a big factor so back when Tara bless her said everyone you know make a video um I was kind of right okay I'll go out and make videos but obviously with lockdown and I I actually did Tara's video first I was like right let's do yoga let's do paddle boarding let let me kind of work this out you know how's it going to work you know Mm. how you know time and, and all the rest of it I actually love it I love doing I love editing videos and things like that um I do love the writing as well and they, they were all things did you t- you taught yourself then all of those yeah things? absolutely so uh, but obviously with lockdown it became difficult because you can't go out to anybody mm, mm. but with everybody having access to you know online sm- well everyone's got their own smartphones everyone's yeah. got you know they could um send me stuff yeah yeah so brilliant. I could edit what they sent me so it could just be a little slider yeah. of um their products so that you know some people would be little you know they like rabbits and headlights and and think no I don't want to be on camera mm. Mm. it's like we well, don't have to be I know it's face to face it is all about the face behind the business but mm. there's other ways because I've got that Q&A on there as well mm. and that is it's all about that personal touch so um you know it's really important so videos now as it's evolved and it has really evolved since that um videos are optional because not every it's it's not relevant to every business yes yeah um not every business has a video or has any um visual you know any images or anything depending on what Mm. they do Mm. um most of them do have a video Mm. that either link to their own or i've made a video for them or i've just created a little slideshow Mm. so that works for the visual you know the the products the gifts and things like that that's quite a nice well it's really touch. inspiring to hear that both of you have you've basically 
lockdown I know, businesses. I know, well, I know it's a bit cliche, but you've you've also followed what you like doing, I think and that's you've, where you start. you've, you've I taken what you passion, like doing, yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and turn that into and a business. And I think the Thames Valley, and maybe it's because we only live in the Thames Valley, but women you know, because perhaps they don't want to go back to the, the their previous work with mm. the children. They mm. want to be there a bit more. Mm. They do have to draw on their either their talents or their their hobby or, or something, you know, and make make that choice of making business. I think you're mm. very good at Emma, is starting new people off. You gave me my logo, you gave me everything I needed to yeah. get started. I was doing a lot of behind now, the scenes. I used to even do her Instagram account. Yeah. And now I have beginning. Somebody, I know now I she's got to, her team. She doesn't need team. me anymore. <laughs> she's a expanded. No, but I'll say, Emma, can you pass, you know. Oh yeah. Oh. Can, you, can you just do this for me? Mm. Yeah, I created the logo for the paddleboard maidenhead. Yeah. So. Oh, well that's, well, that's <laughs> so great. I think there's so many people in business. I think we need to support each it's other. It's all about collaborating. and Yes, absolutely. Well, if, if um, anybody has any questions for Tara or Emma, you can email rachel at river.radio um, or you can send us a tweet or message on Instagram or Facebook, all at River Radio Live. We're going to take a quick song break. Now, the song that we've got is one of your favourites, Tara, Rewrite the Stars, Zac Efron, Zendaya. Okay. Tell us why you like that one. I think when... Being a parent, you always go through. I can think my children's childhood through the musicals. So I think they were the they were the um, high school musical days, and then it was Mamma Mia, and yeah. they've left home since. But I just when I think of a musical that lasts around for a couple of years, mm. you know, I just love um, the Greatest Showman, and that's yeah. you know I would like to share that with my grandchildren or something later oh, on down the road. So really but it's just I think musicals memories. have become very family, don't mm. they? And mm. I don't often watch overwatch things but i also sometimes think i see um hugh jackman on the river i know he stays at uh, spring cottage or clifton because we go past clifton every day and sometimes i think i've seen him in the boat so i just i just i just think of the i know he didn't sing this one but do you play music on the on the river are you allowed to Um, we sing sometimes we're learning we're learning the the, the old father thames song (laughs) oh lovely well when we come back we we, we're going to um chat to tara about water safety because obviously really important to know for for parents um um living where we are in the thames valley so here's rewrite the stars across the thames valley one more time across the thames valley this this is river radio well now for some pop music Try this. You know I want you. It's not a secret I try to hide. I know you want me. So don't keep saying our hands are tied. You claim it's not in the cards. Fate is pulling you miles away and out of reach from me. But you're here in my heart, so who can stop me if I decide that you're my destiny? What if we rewrite the stars? Say you were made to be mine. Nothing could keep us apart. You'd be the one I was meant to find. It's up to you, and it's up to me. No one can say what we get to be So why don't we rewrite the stars Maybe the world could be ours tonight You think it's easy You think I don't want to run to you 
to School of Parenting on River Radio, the voice of the Thames Valley, with myself, Rachel Tyrrell, and my guests today are Tara from Paddleboard Maidenhead and Emma from Face to Face Direct and the blog All She Loves. Hello. So welcome back. Thank Hi. you for Hello. being here this morning. So um, if you've missed the first part of the show, you can listen back through podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast, just search for School of Parenting River Radio, and you can listen to us on your mobile, Google app, Apple app, ask Alexa <laughs> to play River Radio Live, <laughs> or you can listen through the website as well, river.radio. So we've been chatting um, to Tara and Emma, finding all about their businesses, how the businesses began how that kind of fitted in with your children mm-hmm. and your families and yes. how that's all evolved um so yeah really inspiring because you've both taken something that you've loved that you're interested in and you've you basically turn that into um, a business is something much, yeah. that you can do around your family oh yeah and homeschooling was was so much fun <laughs> we're locked down I, I miss that you didn't have to do no. that one but teenagers <laughs> locked in their room was not fun either. well oh. I had a teenager he was fine yeah. but I had the six well, she was six at the time having to homeschool her and then I had all these people that just wanted to come on the directory at the time and it was oh. like oh my goodness 
but it was we got through it because I guess with the teenagers they were well I mean there was there was obviously lots of downsides for them wasn't there of the lockdown socially Mm -hmm. that really affected a lot of teenagers but from the schooling perspective they were independent whereas I know with the younger I mean I was I kept yeah I felt very blessed that that mine were that sort of in between age so Mm. not quite a teenager missing out on all the social stuff um, at the time but also not really young that Mm. I literally had to be sat there at at the table doing the maths and English and when they don't want to do it as well (laughs) oh um so let's let's have a chat then about with the paddle boarding I think we are back okay. on. So, um, so I think we we dropped out for a little bit there. So yes. I'm I'm going to ask um, Tara that question again. So I was talking about how on the where we live in the Thames Valley and um, along the River Thames that we do have to be really respectful of the water and water safety. Um, and I shared that my not great experience of, of paddleboarding for the first time on the River Thames conditions weren't that great. Fortunately, there was a group of us and we were in a kayak. We had kayaks as well. Um, but we learned a lot from it. But obviously, we have had some really sad mm. uh, cases where we have lost some, you know, we've lost teenagers and in, the in the area. And it's heartbreaking, well. yeah. absolutely yeah. heartbreaking. So what would you say to um, families and Ooh. parents? Okay, I think there's a number of aspects here. Um, the, obviously, at this time of year, I think most people would not be on the Thames because of the cold water shock, and they can see that it's faster and dirtier, and they would avoid it. But if you... Uh, so if you are going, thinking of going out, go out with a club or a group of people, but people who know really we always assess every even in the summer we're constantly looking at the weather and the river flow after um, a deluge of rain or a period of time of raining then the the volume of the the river increases and that takes the speed up and we had that because of I say because of climate change um, in the summer and it was I remember it was a I think it was a week in June or July and we didn't do anything on the river I just felt it was too fast, and that was the week there were two tragedies on the river. They weren't paddleboard-related. Um, and we, I think there are two aspects. One is 
making sure that our church it's all very well signs being up saying you know children you know you know if you don't panic float but i think they everybody does need a bit of experience in open Mm. water Mm. you can do that at jubilee river you can do that on a lake but if you do fall in or you do encourage you need to everyone needs to know how to float yes it's when you struggle it's when you you get into trouble when you start swallowing water yeah, and then you start um, the process of drowning, which is very silent, as we know. So there's one part of making sure, and that we're, we're really keen on getting in. I know that there's one of my um, instructors is a um, young instructor uh, at Desborough Sixth Form, and I've offered all his friends to come for free, to come mm. to and paddleboard. And he says they're all afraid, afraid of water. And that's scary because that's... Oh, gosh. That he, um, they, do, they did know um, Joshua um, okay. from who drowned. Now that's scary. So that's one of my our missions this year is to get you know not just small children but kids who are afraid mm. onto the water. Mm. So paddleboarding is a good way because it's warm and you're above. And yeah. You may not like the water very much, but to then go obviously you're going to do a little capsize, practice some safety drills. So that's a really way. So just to do these mock sort of okay, it's all very well in a swimming pool, but dirty cold water with a flow and getting caught in a bush is can be very scary so yeah. that's one aspect and the other is to make sure that you know your river you know you're 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 connected to some probably like british canoe you have your license mm. and they have we do mini courses they do mini courses also on our website which is paddleboardmaidenhead.uk mm. we have a safety page if you go onto that safety page <coughs> you have direct link to river conditions and if you see the river conditions are on should be only but white if they're on yellow decreasing yellow increasing or red you don't go on the river okay okay now that unusually for the first time happened in june it can happen anywhere from october to may right pretty late but that's Mm. when we had these big thing but we had a lot of remember we had a lot of rain Mm. um, in Mm. the summer and that's what caused I, i was scared that week i thought it's gorgeous weather the river's fast i bet it was that week that you're on the river yes and people should not be on the river Right, and that is, and we just said no. Even though the, the all, all went on white again, there was no board warnings because there are oh, board warnings, okay. and you get to know the flow of the river. Um, we decided no, no way because one, we obviously you feel responsible. You see kids without buoyancy aids on. You see children with co- or adults with cotton clothes. There's certain clothes that fill mm. up with water. Mm. Also, you see multiple children on boards, um, and adults, and you know there's river traffic and. You've just got to be really sensible. Some people don't even know what side of the river to be on. Mm. Um, and then you get people on certain times who, who, are, who hire um, boats from Datchet or Runnymede or Windsor, Hel- Henley, and they don't have any experience with their motorboats. Mm. So mm. you've got those as well. So I think, yeah, get people, everyone to do a little open water swimming so is this now i remember i don't know if it, if it was back last summer but i i know that there was a bit of a campaign and it was talking about um trying to um for the department for education to cover water safety right. and oh, water okay. and water safety is covered as part of the curriculum in the the primary curriculum yeah. now however um, and, and there was calls for it and there was a petition to mm. actually have it covered, though, in secondary schools, because mm. I think I know we can't generalise, but I you would make the assumption that a primary school age child is likely to be with their okay. family, yes. whereas sadly exactly. the children that have sort of got into ch- are, are, the, are teenagers who are perhaps out with their friends it's a lovely hot day we live in this beautiful area and they're down by the river yeah. so they're not going to have their life jackets no. with them they're just going to be oh fine. it's really hot yeah. i'm just gonna you know it, it looks 
you know that sort of thing so, so that really is where the edge and and do it we is. all and are we going to think back to the time that in primary school we jumped in the swimming pool in our pajamas or whatever no, it was we had to no, do no. you know you're exactly. just not going exactly. to remember that are and you? you want them to enjoy them i mean there's some certain place i think the jubilee is good i've been along the jubilee and i've seen oh there's kids jumping off the off the bridge Oh, that's my daughter. You know, I, I you mm. know, as much as, you know, it's like, oh, okay, oh, wow, you know. So, yes, the kids, you know, the teenagers don't, you don't necessarily know where your teenagers are. You don't know no. what they're doing. And if they haven't had any experience of water and they think jumping off a bridge is fun, but they don't know what to do afterwards mm. or they're mm. not unconscious or one of their friends are not unconscious, then you you know, this is where the train, you know, a bit of experience comes in. So I do think it's the teenagers and making you know and they don't have to go around the buoyancy aids that's not that's not the no point. but you've got to know your conditions and you yes. know that the jubilee is much safer because you don't have river boats and you don't have um it's not so connected to ox the water coming down from oxford um and you can't tell how fast it's flowing no, i mean i know this can't. was our experience no, last year you, we actually could not tell no. from being and outside people did not know because there was a big campaign as let people know in the river you've got to know there's always the website it's environmental agency website it's quite hard to find this our particular area so that's why we put a link directly onto our website and anyone can click on and see what the river conditions are but we look on that every single day and that you know obviously there's not been any rain we're not looking on it but if Mm. we are in any doubt about it being a rainy period we will look and see what are the conditions looking at the wind speeds the direction because our our part of the river runs from um uh, north to south whereas the rest of the Thames runs from west to east okay. so even the, the winds you know you get caught out and you come back on a headwind so are you doing some things with some schools you mentioned yes, about you're going into and is this created, around water yes, safety it is it's called okay. guardian of the Thames um, oh, okay. we ran it for year four group last year at school mm. we only um, it, we didn't have much time because lock, lockdown was mm. you know uh, really um, thwarted it but we are doing it for primary schools offering for primary schools and secondary schools so Brilliant. schools can contact us and we'll take a whole year group out mm. and we'll put them on paddle boards and then we do the history of the Thames oh, wow. we did some of the geology of mm. the Thames going right back to Ice Age mm. um, because we're obviously glacier made um, mm. and then we'll do some ecology what's happening um so we're look, looking you know and it might be a little it might be a litter pitting project or it might be a wildlife project like identifying trees or birds depending mm. on the age group and then we do the history because we have a great victorian edwardian history wow. when the river became more pleasure so we do this whole program but we um we are wanting to deliver this for schools as a um a day out yes um, yeah. and it can be on the river and it can be on the lake and the, every one of them will get in the water not the the primary school won't get in the in the river, but mm. we're going to run the primary schools on the lake so they mm. can get in the river, they can get in the water, and they know how to float and they know how get to rescue and to communicate. Yeah. Because the main thing is not to jump in after that person; mm. it's to actually communicate. We, you know, I'm not going to rescue you till you lie on your back and you stop screaming. <laughs> I will come and you know I'll come towards you. You know, yeah. you try not to get yourself mm. in the water if you do. You need to, but it's better that you stay on the, right. the boat because there's a lot about you might feel you're a very competent paddler. And this is why we wear buoyancy aids, because we might have to rescue someone and we might have to rescue somebody who's bigger mm, and mm. less agile, climbing mm. back on the board. It might be a situation. So um, all our instructors wear even stronger, harder, boy, more floaty buoyancy aids because right. of that. We might have to rescue someone. Um, but yes, that's part of the 
Great. Well, hopefully schools. that schools will might reach out to us, and and if um, not, we'll get hold of them. <laughs> and and hopefully as well, that will help people enjoy the river and yes, enjoy the area yes, that we have, not? and not we, and not be scared not be of scared it. Of we it. don't want people mm. to be scared of it, do we? Now, and talking about enjoying the areas that we have, I know that you're both involved in Maidenhead Great Park, yes. the beautiful green space that Mm. we um, want to preserve and Mm. keep for our children for the future let's first though have um, Emma your favourite song Blinding Lights The Weekend tell us why is that your favourite song no particular reason it's more for my daughter she loves this song she's always humming along to it so um, yeah I thought I'd just pick that one brilliant Windsor Windsor. Ascot Ascot. Maidenhead Maidenhead. Bracknell Bracknell. Wokingham Wokingham. Henley. Henley Reading. Reading. Okay. Ta-da. The voice. River Radio. Of the Thames Valley.
And welcome back to School of Parenting with myself, um, Rachel Tyrrell on River Radio, the voice of the Thames Valley. And my guests today are Tara from Paddleboard Maidenhead and Emma from Face to Face Direct and the blog All She Loves. Um, if you've missed any parts of the show, you can catch up on podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can listen to us on mobile or Alexa or through our rib- website, river.radio. So we've been chatting about lots of things. These two um, women, business women, are so inspiring. They've basically taken something that they love, fitted that around their families and their lifestyle and basically have have made businesses out of it and, and are doing things that they love every single day now so we've been we chatted about water safety which is obviously um really really important I've, we just we have had a question from a listener can grown-ups do the safety program oh yes do the program so it is yes, yes. it is it's, it's focused on um, um adults and they can bring their teenagers around but yes we like to it's adults and this time of year it will just be adults because, I, I mean, actually, I'm thinking of myself as an adult. I'm probably more nervous than my... my yes. You know, no, the you, two hours is called Safety, Skills and Rescue. Okay. And we do it this time of year, but you'll, we'll put you in a dry suit. You can hire a dry suit. Um, or you wait till it's warmer. But the rivers don't... The waters don't really warm up till, like, June or July. So I'd <laughs> so say go for it now. So you need Go that, for it you now. That. You'll get you're much smaller groups at the moment. Okay. <laughs> now, one of the things that you're both really passionate about, and we have had the lovely Debbie Walker on here from Maidenhead Great Park. Now, this is the campaign to save the... the um, Oh, it's gone out of my head. 128 acres of beautiful woodland with wildlife, with something like 10,000 trees um, where Mm. the golf where the golf course course is, is and to save save this land because we know that there's enough housing in Maidenhead. That's already been proven through a study, um, but obviously the the, you know the the, not listening to that. So (laughs) so um, I know you've worked on a video together. You did a video together, didn't you, for Maidenhead Great Park? Yes, absolutely. So I we went out, didn't we, last September. It was still lovely and warm, wasn't it, that morning? Yeah. Um, and we got some of the children, local children, mm. and um, they just talked about how they felt. And it was, it was a really authentic video. It was, because in the video what do kids do when they see a big green space they start rolling yeah, around yeah, on yeah. and we kept and that all in all that footage they were just cartwheeling and running around and we had stellar teenager and obviously them. you know it had to be respectful of the area you yes know, yeah golf but you know it, it we just it, i think because tara did you come up with the idea of interviewing the children mm. and we had some kind of structure that tara kind of messaged me and said i've got an idea um watch this uh, YouTube video mm. this is the kind of structure that I wanted but we didn't really direct it at all um, they just did their thing yeah and oh. we, I just put it together it took mm. me a while to put it all together um, but it was just their voice how they felt about you know what would happen if well, like, all this is lost. I remember when Debbie was on and we were saying wouldn't it just be great to get some of these counsellors in a room with children yeah. and get the what, children going. You I know. don't know if you did you go to the last campaign? Yes I did. So yes. we went from 150 yes. to the first campaign 300 people to the last campaign and now we have a third. Now when is this next Tuesday, one? Tell us about so this. in two weeks. T- Tuesday the 8th of February the 8th. Okay. At what at time? Main, at 6.30. 6.30. Outside the town hall. And ho- so we have, hopefully we get head. 600. We want to double it again. But we got children um, to come and talk. Yes. Do you, I don't know, Jetty Erga, and we had yes. Shreya, and they came, mm. and I asked them to write speeches, mm. and they they talk because they know this stuff. Yeah. Um, because there's so many reasons not to do it. And mm. last night at midnight, just, you know, I was meant to be 
you know, relaxing my bath, but I, it's, I had to do a brain dump. And there, I mean, you've got climate effect. We chop down the trees, we're going to affect the... This is our mm. rainforest, isn't mm. it? And mm. it's not just 132 acres. The whole um, area, all the way down to the M4, 408 and 308, mm. is, is landmarked. 200 acres of development, which will take 15 years. So imagine the air mm. pollution from that. Children walking to desperate school. Mm. And we, I worked out roughly... If you think of how many times we go out in our car, maybe sixteen thousand trips a day will mm. come out of that. Will come out of that state, <sighs> and that's not including the fifteen years of, of heavy articulated lorries. So we're not talking, even talking about um, c- carbon. We're not. Sorry, we're talking about particulars, large mm. particulars from their rubber tires and all that. So it's just so wrong. Um, also, those trees and the earth, because they said they'll save the trees, but of course they won't. Um, but the earth—that's a carbon and water absorbing as are the trees yes big trees not pocket you know we we don't need lots of sap it's great that we're planting twenty thousand trees in maidenhead mm. it's fantastic but mm. they're not going to be there for the future they're for mm. 50 years to 100 years time they won't be effective um, mm. yet and we have lots of what i call pocket parks or pug parks we can take your little dog for a walk but I just come back for a month hiking um, with my husband. My daughter lives abroad, so we went, and that's what we do. Hike, and we like to walk for all day. Mm, so we have a day mm. off. You want to walk all day? You cannot walk all day. No. You can go down to the river and come back, and you can go across the moors and come back. And you can go mm. to Ockwells with your kids and come. But there's seventy thousand of us earmarked for a hundred thousand people into in, in another fifteen years. We haven't got enough parks, and so we need this land. And mm. it's golf course right now. But who knows what we might? It might be that we we have to. Do you know the cost of putting in mature trees, mm. you know, and the cost of taking them out is far greater. We've got all the wildlife. We yeah. know that yes. we can't. So it's a deer they have them. to have. They have to have space. Who are the mm. hedgehogs going to yeah. have babies with? They can't mm. have babies with. That we need bigger areas. Yeah. It's all. It's great. We've got wonderful roundabouts in Maidenhead that are rewild and not rewilded, but there's mature trees. But those deer can't get onto that. No. You know? no. So you oh, need no. those corridors. We need to mm. really have a corridor from from Maidenhead Great Park to Ockwells, which we almost have, yeah. you know. Mm. So we need these corridors of um, wildlife. Um, but it's the green lugs of Maidenhead. We love to forest bathe. We don't realise it. Mm. But we don't, you know, we, we want to go into mm. lugs trees. And we need those. And just the whole infrastructure. We don't have the infrastructure. We have one road up there. Mm. And then, and it's congested already. So, well, it is, and that's the other thing, isn't it? What, what's what, what's then going to happen? Whoever says yes, I mean, to that's it. that's at peak time anyway. Whether you're coming into Maidenhead or where you or whether you're leaving and going out mm. on the M4, there's yeah. congestion. So, but Eva's an asthmatic, and she is yes, affected by daughter, road, yeah. Yeah, pollution. Yes. And yeah. on that road, you are meant to walk your school. There's going to put a primary and a secondary school. Are these kids going to come in by train? They want to do it because it's by a train station, but. People aren't coming in by train station. Mm, mm. They're not necessarily even going to work by train. The people are going to have their Amazon orders. They're going to have their Ocados, or they're going to drive to the mm. to the supermarket, and they're going to take their kids to clubs and cubs and mm. and everything. And they, there's going to be so much air pollution, and it's already five times higher than it should be. And yeah. There's no way we're going to reduce it with 15 years of of um, heavy goods vehicle, and then all these 2,000 residents, mm. who's 4,000 cars. If you have mm. a teenager. Yeah, you know, mm. put yeah. another car. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, you've done an amazing job mm. of of just. I mean, I think just in lockdown, I think yes. lots more people appreciated it, didn't they? Yes, because they walking. could actually go out could and they could they could walk on there and, and the really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but just in terms of your numbers on the on the um, peaceful protest outside Maidenhead Town Hall, just from 
you know, from the first one to obviously the last four one. Of us, four of us and, running it. And so, so Tuesday, the 8th of February, yes. 6.30, if you're a local resident, not just of Maidenhead, even beyond, mm. because this is going to, this is going to affect mm. a much, a much larger area. So, um, so come down. Now, uh, we've, we've, we've run out Debbie's of time. Blogs. Debbie's we've blogs on the Maidenhead yes website facebook yeah. isn't um, it maidenhead great park okay dot co dot uk all the blogs Brilliant. and all the connections to our instagram and our facebook excellent excellent now we've got time um with uh, i said it would go quickly didn't it, it? has <laughs> so can you just share your yep. um your um websites and where people can get in contact with you so let's do paddleboard where what's your facebook paddleboard pa- maidenhead website. everything's paddleboard maidenhead, paddleboard maidenhead. <laughs> Didn't it pop it up. brilliant it does. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Google thanks it. to emma <laughs> and emma yeah so my blog is um, and then face to face direct. It's phase two with a number two face to face direct or face to face direct maidenhead on socials. Um, yeah, and please support local. It's all about supporting local businesses. Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Well, um, we don't even have time for your for your feeling other favourite song, oh, Nina Simone. Feeling good. Now, my yeah. my mum, um, rest her soul, loved that song. Mm. We had it at her funeral, oh, so um, I was I'm like, doing oh, yoga to it. You just so, feel good. Oh, that's lovely. So feeling good, good, Nina Simone, and basically because yeah, makes you feel good. Then does yeah. it? Yeah, and we all want to feel good. And we need we, we need forest spaces. We need nature. That's yeah. the most yeah. important thing we can gift we can give our children. And Absolutely. it's sad that we have to drive them everywhere. We don't want to drive Absolutely. them everywhere. And we, we need to, to do to this for we need to do this for our children. We need to do this for their future yes. because how can we you know answer them when they go you know it's just um, so go go and 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 check out uh, Maidenhead share, Great Park. Share, bring your friends. Um, so next week on the show, we have got Chloe Leibowitz and she's coming in. She's talking about bullet journaling. I don't know if either of you have heard of bullet yes, journaling. Yes, so it's sort of a bit like journaling, but it's it's different. And, it, and it's for the whole family can, can can do this. And also she's going to be talking about the walk a thousand mile challenge um, that she's doing. I'm actually doing it as well. <laughs> so and we need space to walk in when you actually said that. So I've been doing some really long walks. And I found, I mean, we live in a gorgeous area, but I've had to do a few circles. Oh, <laughs> what are we going to do if we Where lose, are we it, go? lose our no. green space? So we no absolutely um, need, need this space. Um, and then coming up later uh, today, this evening, we've got Inside the Music Scene um, with Tara Dean at seven o'clock. So listen into that. Um, thank you again for listening. Um, you can catch the show on podcast. You can go to uh, River Radio and you you can see the link there. Um, thank you so much, Tara and Emma, thank for coming you. in and chatting to us at School of Parenting. Will you come back? There's so much we I feel like yeah, we need to know. talk about. So, much so more. yeah, thank you. Love so, to. School of Parenting, the school that you want to come back to because family life doesn't come with a manual. So, um, thank you to both my guests and everybody. Have a good week. Thank you.